Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, hey, welcome to Calvary Live. My name is Cody King uh, here in studio today, ready to take your calls and your prayer requests. I love being able to spend this next hour with you. It's such a great time to be able to think through, pray through, talk through the scriptures together. Uh, I want to welcome all of our listeners on Grace FM up and down the front range here in Colorado. It is a privilege to be with you today from, you know, if you're listening anywhere in the metro Denver area, all the way down to Pueblo and up even into Wyoming and even parts of Nebraska. Uh, It's an awesome, awesome privilege to be able to be with you today. Also, I want to thank all of our listeners and welcome you guys from the East Coast on Hope FM in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland. Also, Truth FM, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. If you're listening on Hope FM or Truth FM, you're hearing this broadcast on a one-week delay. Uh, So I just want to remind you of that, but uh, also encourage you, please call in, text in. We'd love to be able to connect with you, to be able to talk to you uh, about the things that are happening with you guys uh, and the things that are happening in your lives uh, there. So please uh, give us a call, give us a text. We also want to listen, all, uh, welcome all of our listeners through the Grace FM app. Uh, we would love to hear you no matter where you're at. Maybe you're uh, listening online, maybe you're listening through the app, wherever you're at in the country or across the world, we would love to hear from you as well. So send us uh, a text message, give us a call. Uh, we would love to be able to connect with you wherever you're at. Again, my name is Cody King. Uh, I am the lead pastor at Redemption Calvary, uh, and we are a Calvary Chapel church that's located in the metro uh, area of of Denver. Uh, our church is in uh, Re- Reunion, which is like a subdivision of Commerce City. Uh, so we're you know we're just uh, excited about what God's doing up here on the north side of. Uh, the Metro Denver area. It's it's amazing to see God's work and to see how He's just impacting people's lives, transforming people, meeting us where we need to be met, and causing us to be able to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, like it says in Second uh, Peter chapter three. Uh, and so uh, it's just such a privilege to be able to participate in that work that that God is doing. Uh, Here at Redemption Calvary, uh, we are actually uh, really excited about this. We are going to be having our first uh, service in a new location. Uh, We've been praying over this for a number of years. We've been um, just really excited about what God's been doing in terms of moving forward for us. And we've just, you know, we've had some different kinds of things taking place for us in, in terms of where we've met. And, you know, we started in my living room and then when we outgrew that, we got a little office suite, and then we outgrew that, and then we moved into a uh, a bigger office suite by using uh, another church's space there that they were so gracious and kind to let us use, uh, and then we, you know, we outgrew that, and uh, you know, as as we've been looking through all of these different transitions, 
you know, we've just been praying for something of a, a more permanent location for us. And God's been faithful to take care of us every step of the way. But now we're actually going to take another step and we're going to move into a school uh, here locally where we're at. Uh, we're going to be meeting uh, now at Landmark Academy at Reunion uh, starting this Sunday. So this Sunday is our first Sunday that's that we're going to be there. Uh, and we're super excited about it. We're really looking forward to seeing how God's going to use this new space for us to be able to uh, reach out to our community in a better way. And so uh, here at Redemption, we got one Sunday service at 10 a.m. And I'd love to have you join us. If you are near the reunion area in the Commerce City or Thornton um, and, uh, you know, Henderson and uh, South Brighton area, uh, then, man, it's it'd be awesome to be able to have you. Or if you just want to come and visit us, we'd love to have you as well. Um, and so check us out online, Redemption Calvary. Dot org. We'd love to be able to connect with you there. Uh, we just actually finished a study through the book of Malachi this past Sunday. Man, that was such a powerful time together looking through the book of Malachi. Uh, and so I, I'd encourage you if you uh, want to travel through that with us. We took seven weeks to go through Malachi and uh, it was a tremendous time. All of those studies are online. Uh, you can go to our website, redemptioncalvary.org and see all that. You can watch it or listen to it. Uh, but this Sunday, we're actually going to be not only starting brand new services at Landmark Academy, but we're also going to be starting the book of Nehemiah. Man, I'm, I'm excited to jump into Nehemiah. There's so much that we can glean from God's word uh, through Nehemiah in terms of just practical wisdom and uh, God's, uh, God's ideas about how to you know, just be a godly leader and uh, to see how the Lord uses him uh, in that time. And so uh, also just uh, by way of introducing myself and who we are as a church, you can listen to our radio program here on Grace FM weeknights at 8 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 930 in the morning. Uh, and that is called Redemption Radio. Um, we are just about to finish up First Corinthians and jump into the book of Daniel, uh, and I'm excited to see what God has for us there. Hey, give me a call here uh, at Grace FM of Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. I'd love to be able to talk to you. Also, you can send in a text message at 720-336-0897. Let's go to the phone lines now and line one with Marissa from the Front Range with a prayer request. Hey, Marissa, you're on Calvary Live. Marissa, are you there? All right, sounds like we may have dropped Marissa. Hey, Marissa, if you are listening in, uh, please give us a call back. We'd love to be able to uh, talk with you, to be able to pray with you, and um, we'd, we'd love to be able to, to connect with you that way. Hey, something else that I have the opportunity and privilege to be able to be a part of is something called the Expositors Collective. Um, I, I think that... When I look at the state of the church in America, the thing that concerns me the most is that we as a people have grown um, really just biblically illiterate. People don't really know the Bible. Uh, when, you, when you talk about the Bible or you even see um, conversations about the Bible or maybe even social media interaction concerning the Bible, people have crazy ideas about what they think the Bible says, about stuff that they believe is in the scriptures. Um, and, you know, the truth is that that is just really challenging to us in terms of, be, of being a people. And it leads us into all sorts of crazy um, that, that we just have a, a biblical illiteracy. And so I think that the, the number one thing 
That is is the most important thing that if we could focus on this, it would fix everything else, is if we could increase biblical literacy, um, then we could, by virtue, increase biblical obedience. And, and so the Expositors Collective is really aimed at, at trying to help facilitate that. And what it is, is uh, the word expositors is sort of a, a noun of the verb form of ex- exposition, which is the, the idea of the way that you study the Bible is to expose what it has to say. That, that we look to the Bible to submit ourselves to it and to say we are under the scriptures and that uh, we submit ourselves to what the Bible has to say. The, the opposite of that is what a lot of people do and the way a lot of people approach the Bible is they look to study the Bible in such a way as they impose their thoughts on the Bible. I think it should say this. I think it should be this way. I think that that is an old archaic thought that needs to be abandoned and society has evolved and therefore the Bible is irrelevant. All of those thoughts come from imposing our idea into the Bible instead of exposing what the Bible actually has to say. And so the Expositors Collective is a uh, a 24-hour weekend kind of a thing over two days where we do a Friday and a Saturday of an intensive seminar uh, training weekend designed to train and equip young preachers and teachers of God's word. And so um, the the whole thing about it is to be able to take people between the ages of 18 and 34 and to be able to invest in them in such a way that they can feel confident in preaching and teaching the Bible in a way that is honoring the God, honoring God the most and doing their very best. And so uh, the next training weekend is coming up here in a couple of weeks, September 20th through 21st. It's going to be in Howell, New Jersey. So for all of you there on the East Coast, it's much closer to you guys. Uh, I'd love to be able to see you there. So if you are interested in the Expositors Collective, go to expositorscollective.com and you can get the information and register there. Uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time together. Uh, maybe as you're hearing me, you're sort of interested in this idea of, of learning more about exposition or what expository preaching and teaching is, but you're you're thinking, I'm not in that age range. Um, another thing that you could do is we've taken a lot of these different things from these training weekends and also just interviewing different people. And there is an Expositors Collective um, podcast that you can check out. So with whatever podcast, uh, you know, device that you use, um, check it out. Uh, Expositors Collective podcast, you'll be super blessed and you'll have a tremendous time learning and growing in the things of the Lord. So uh, I'd love to see you September 20th through 21st uh, in Howell, New Jersey. It's going to be an epic, awesome, awesome time. Hey, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we got line two with uh, Trisha in Maryland. Trisha, you're on Calvary Live. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. I'm doing great. Happy to get through to you. Awesome. Right on. Glad to have you. Good. Um, do I have to ask you my question now? Yeah, absolutely. What, what's on your mind? Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's um, all right. I was born uh, or raised Catholic, and I know they, the Catholics believe in purgatory, but now that I'm deeper into the God's Word, and I know that there's no basis for that in the Bible... Um, but I'm a little confused that if, if you are saved and you're going to heaven, when you die, do you go right away? I know Jesus said on the cross to the other um, gentleman that was being crucified that, you know, today you'll be with me in paradise. 
Um, but then I get confused because when Jesus comes back and um, he says those that died in Christ will be risen first, I'm, I'm just a little confused. What happens when you die now? Do you go right to heaven or not? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think it's it's really kind of wrapped up in a, a number of different theological concepts, and that's where the confusion comes from. And so don't feel in any way as though uh, this is, you know, the something that you should just get or figure out. It's, it's one of those things that's sort of mysterious. And so it takes some putting together of the scriptures in order to find ourselves in, in the, the right theological position on this. And so there are some different viewpoints that people have. I'll try to point those out as we go along. Um, but essentially, like what you're talking about, um, you know, the, I think uh, your your question says that that you were raised Catholic, and you know, the part of the Catholic teaching is, uh, you know, that they teach about purgatory, uh, which is not a biblical. You don't find that in the Bible anywhere. There's nowhere where the Bible talks about that at all. So that's just a a man made uh, idea, um, really, to promote a religious construct in order to control people. Really, that's all it is. Um, and so when we take that idea and we go, okay, well, it's not that, well, what does the Bible say? And like you pointed out, Jesus talking to the thief on the cross is today you'll be with me in paradise. Now that there's, there, there's where some people have different ideas, differing opinions on what that means. Um, Jesus tells, I think it's in Luke 16. I'll have to look it up. Uh, Jesus tells this story of the rich man and Lazarus. Um, and it's, uh, Stated to be a story and not a parable, because the parables that Jesus told were different in the way that they functioned. This rich man in Lazarus is thought to be, by most theologians, a um, a story, not just a parable. And so Jesus tells this story, and essentially what happens is these guys both die. The rich man uh, he ends up in uh, uh, Hades. Uh, you know, the, this, uh, this place in, which is called Abraham's bosom, which is what, what it's called there. Um, and uh, the Lazarus ends up in Abraham's bosom. Um, and so essentially these two compartments uh, are sort of uh, representative of heaven and hell. They're, they're sort of this holding place, which is where the concept of purgatory comes from. Uh, and it's, it's as, it's as though, um, they're waiting for the time when Jesus does come. Um, and so that's where, you know, we get in Ephesians four, Jesus led captivity captive. That's where after Jesus, um, which led captivity captive means he takes the people out of this holding place in order to get to heaven, um, and be in the presence of the Lord. And then, um, we also have the idea of, um, uh, people, um, excuse me, uh, in second Corinthians chapter five, it tells us, uh, let me see here. Verse eight, I believe it is. It says we are confident. Yes. Well, pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And so, you know, Paul in second Corinthians points to this idea of once I'm absent from my body, then I'm present with the Lord. And so, you know, some people think that when the thief was talking to uh, Jesus on the cross and he said, today you'll be with me in paradise, some people think that means that they went right to heaven and that's paradise. Some people think that uh, they went into this place called Abraham's bosom, 
Um, and that was the the part of paradise, which is representative of heaven or this uh, place to go prior to the Old Testament saints would go. Uh, but at any rate, the the point of, of all of it is to say, we are talking about something that is post Jesus resurrection today. So really what it ha- what it's uh, what we're talking about is what about us right here right now? And the the Bible teaches clearly as we see there in 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians 5 that when we depart from here we go right into the presence of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5:8. And so there's not this sort of holding pattern or uh, I go somewhere because I've got some unfinished business. You know, some people think that ghosts are that kind of thing. People hanging around because they've got unfinished business or whatever. And that's just, that's just not true. That just has nothing to do with uh, anything in terms of reality. Um, and so the, this concept is uh, that we, we depart right from here into the presence of the Lord. Okay. Well, that's a, I like that answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a, a lot of words to describe it and explain it, but hopefully it wasn't too confusing. No, not at all. Not at all. And I thank you. And like I say, I have a couple friends and we talk about this and and not one of us really knew. And I said, I am going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah, your big verse is uh, 2 Corinthians 5.8. That's where you want to hold on to. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate your ministry. Thank you. All right, Trisha. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. My name is Cody King. I'm here in studio ready to take your calls and your prayer requests. You can give me a call at 303-690-3000 or send me a text message at 720-336-0897. Just to remind you about that text line, if you do send in a text message, then um, there's nobody there. If you try to call that number, there's nobody there to answer. Uh, And so, you know... that's only what we're going to be using for text messages. Um, So feel free to send in text messages, but um, if you try to call, then you're not going to get through uh, to anybody. Um, Something I was thinking about it uh, a a while back, I actually talked about this um, a few weeks ago, about Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Let me uh, read that for you here. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. It says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, Here in this, what we see happening here is that we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone. That, that is the major thing that's being established for us here in Ephesians chapter 2. That, that there's nothing that we can do to earn our salvation. There's nothing that we can do to earn a right standing with God. And, and so in this, as we consider this idea, um, the, the thought continues in chapter 2. Not only verse 8, that I've been saved by grace through faith, but... Uh, verse 10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So this idea that I, I've been saved by grace, it results in something. That it's not that I've been, been saved apart from works and then that's just it, but that there is something that God has designed me for. So it's to say it this way. I don't work for salvation, but I do work from salvation. That, that because I'm saved, 
I do something. And, and so the question I want to ask you to consider is this. Number one, do you know what God has made you for? Do you, do you know what he's designed you for? Because it says there in verse uh, 10, we are his workmanship. And that's that Greek word there is, is uh, the same word which we would derive a poem from. Um, and so the concept is that he's invested so much careful thought into you and designing you. And then it says, as we continue on in verse 10, created in Christ Jesus for good works that God has prepared that we should walk in them. And so uh, I just want to ask you, do you know what God's made you for? Do you, are, and then the second question would be, are you actively pursuing fulfilling that purpose? Is your time being spent on fulfilling that thing for which God has made you? Or is all of your time spent on something else? Is your plate full? If you were to use the idea of maybe your life's like a dinner plate, I can only put so much on that plate before stuff starts to fall off. And if, you're, if your life is too full of your stuff, then there's no room for God's stuff. And so I just ask you to consider that. Think about that for a minute. Think about where you're at in your life. And I got, I got some other thoughts on that, but we'll come back to that uh, later on. But right now, let's go to Cecilia in Denver on line one. Cecilia, you're on Calvary Live. Hi. Cecilia, are you there? Hi. Yes. Hi, you're on Calvary Live. Uh, hi, I am requesting prayer for a friend of mine. Her name is Wanda. And she is suffering the lo- from the loss of her father, and also oh. she's uh, recovering from a, a long-time drug addiction, and she is also suffering from extreme ex- anxiety. And um, I just want you to pray for her that she would get better, because uh, she she suffers every day, every day, and uh, my heart just bleeds for her. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so hard, you know, when you're you have friends, uh, people that who you love, um, and they're going through difficult times. It it breaks your heart to see them going through some different things um, that are yeah. that are difficult. So you said her her father passed away. Yes, her father recently passed away. Uh, she had just uh, stopped using drugs. Uh, then her father passed away, and I'm glad she didn't revert back. Amen. But um, she's she's holding on, but every day it's a struggle for her. Every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's pray for her. You said her name is Wanda. Okay, let's pray for Wanda. Lord, we want to bring Wanda to you right now and and just know that you are so good, that you are so um, amazing and powerful, and that nothing is beyond your reach. And Lord, as we consider that reality of who you are, that you're the one who speaks and, and galaxies come out, that you're the one who can part the sea and have your people walk through on dry land, that you're the one who can provide uh, this this miraculous bread from heaven, that you're the one who can intercede and interrupt and stop the mouths of lions, and uh, you can be the one who uh, gives people the boldness they need to proclaim your truth the way they need to, God. We realize that you're the one who is the, the source and the resource for it all. And so we want to bring Wanda to you, knowing and realizing that you're good, that you're God, 
that you're able to do tremendous and mighty things in her life. And so we ask God that you would be near to her as she's going through a tough season, that she's looking to try to uh, be free from drug addiction and she's um, recovering from this. And we just pray that you would meet her in that place and you give her the strength to continue to resist the pull and the tendency of her flesh toward these drugs, that you would cause her to have the strength to overcome this. We also pray that you'd be near to her as your word tells us that you're near to the brokenhearted. And God, her her father passing away is just such a, a thing of heartbreak. And we know and realize that um, death isn't part of how you've designed life. And yet it's a it's a reality that we face as as a, a result of of the the consequence of sin that now death is part of our existence. And Lord, we just pray that you'd be near to her and that she would draw near to you, that she would cling to you, that she would sense your presence, that she wouldn't try to just go through it on her own or just think that time's going to heal things, but that instead she would cry out to you, the true and living God, and that your presence would be near to her. Lord, as she just struggles and she's just not sure exactly what, um, which way to go, and, and I'm sure that things just seem really, really bleak and dark right now, we, we pray that your light would shine upon her and that she would find the healing for her soul that only you can provide. And so God, be near to her, we pray, uh, and cause her to... Uh, just have the strength that you provide. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank Amen. you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for your Sister. service. It's great to talk to you, Cecilia. God bless you. God bless you as well. All right. All right. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. Um, my name is Cody King. I've got open phone lines here at uh, Grace FM on Calvary Live. We, You can give me a call here at 303-690-3000 or send in a text message at 720-336-0897. I'd love to be able to connect with you, to be able to talk to you, to be able to uh, uh, just encourage you in the things of the Lord. Hey, one of the things we talked about at the top of the show was this uh, uh, training weekend that I get to be a part of called Expositors Collective. Man, it's such a, a privilege and honor to be able to uh, serve in, in this capacity at Sp- Expositors Collective um, because what this does is it's a training weekend designed around equipping those who uh, want to preach and teach the Bible correctly. And there's a couple of ways that you can connect with it. One of them is we have another training weekend scheduled for a couple of weeks from now, September 20th through 21st in Howell, New Jersey. Uh, so those of you on the East Coast, love to see you there. Um, and it is going to be uh, hosted at uh, Cornerstone Calvary Chapel there in Howell, New Jersey. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time together of training and equipping. This is specific to those who are... Um, uh, between the ages of 18 and 34, so it's targeted toward younger adults and designed to train and equip them in the things of the Lord. Uh, and as well, if you find yourself either not near there or unable to travel, or perhaps you are outside of that age range, uh, you can also check out the Expositors Collective podcast. Um, it's an awesome thing where you get to be able to uh, connect with all the different teachings that are there at the training weekends, as well as hear some other interviews of different people on different topics about uh, how to teach and preach the Bible well. And uh, you can get a lot of information for this on the internet, on, on the website, expositorscollective.com. 
Um, through that, you can get connected to the, uh, the podcast as well as register for this training weekend that's uh, coming up. Uh, this, the, the couple of cool things that are uh, coming up for that, the things that you can look forward to in terms of what we cover. We look at the ex- value of expository preaching, inductive Bible study, sermon preparation ex- uh, essentials, Christ-centered preaching, homiletics, preaching mentorships, finding your own voice, lots of cool stuff that we look into. Uh, and one of the other things that's amazing about it is that we get to do this from a perspective of, uh, doing it in a small group. So it's not like some sort of, um, uh, convention or conference like you might be used to. It's more designed around smaller interactions where we get to really work through things together. And so if that's interesting to you at all, I would love to see you in New Jersey uh, at the uh, Cornerstone Calvary on September 20th through 21st. It's going to be an epic, awesome time. And I uh, would love to be able to spend that time with you. Hey, uh, we are just about coming up on our break. And so I just want to remind you that I'd love to be able to talk to you, to be able to pray with you. Uh, give me a call, 303-690-3000 or text in 720-336-0897. We'll be right back from the, after this break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, Welcome to Calvary Live. My name is Cody King, and I'm your host today, taking your questions and your prayer requests. I want to welcome all of our listeners on Grace FM, all up and down the front range from Metro Denver uh, down to Pueblo, even up into Wyoming. It's awesome to be able to spend time with you today, thinking through the things of the Lord, talking about His Word. I'd love to be able to answer questions you might have or just talk through some different thoughts uh, that you might have on the Scriptures as well as um, prayer requests. If you have things that are on your heart and mind that you'd like to pray about, then let's do that. Uh, the, the Bible tells us that uh, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And so we want to cast our cares upon the Lord, knowing that he cares for us. And so it's a, it's a great opportunity to do that as well. And as you uh, let your prayer requests be made known, uh, there are lots of people Uh, who are listening in, who would love to pray with you and to pray for you as well. Hey, I also want to welcome all of our listeners on the East Coast on Hope FM in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland. Also Truth FM in Tennessee, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Welcome to all of you on the East Coast. It is a tremendous blessing to be able to leverage and utilize technology in order to be able to connect with one another across such large expanses. What a cool thing. Hey, if you're hearing this broadcast, you are hearing it, for those of you on the East Coast, on a one-week delay. So keep that in mind as you call in, uh, as you send text messages in. Um, we'll, we're definitely here. We'd love to connect with you and to be able to uh, answer your questions, uh, take your calls and prayer requests. Um, but uh, it's not going to be you know, at the same time as the radio broadcast you're hearing. But you have the added 
bonus of being able to listen in and hear yourself next week. So that's a cool thing as well. I also want to welcome all of our listeners online and through the Grace FM app. It is awesome that you are able to use that, use the internet in different ways to connect with us. Welcome. We'd love to hear from you no matter where you're at across the country or even around the world. Um, I was look, uh, looking at just uh, the, the map of where we got people listening in from, and, and just uh, there are uh, dots all over the country. Um, and so it's pretty cool to see that uh, people are listening in uh, all, all around the country. So such a cool thing. Um, again, my name is Cody King. I'm the lead pastor at Redemption Calvary, uh, which is uh, Calvary Chapel Church in the metro Denver area. We're in Commerce City here in Colorado. Um, and we have uh, Sunday services. We hold one Sunday service at 10 a.m. And actually, this Sunday is going to be the first Sunday that we have service at our new location. We're really excited about this. We've been praying about this for a number of years, and God's opened the door of opportunity for us. And we're excited to be able to hold services at Landmark Academy, uh, which is a school here uh, locally in the reunion area of Commerce City. So uh, if you're near here, if you're in this area or nearby, we'd love to have you join us. This Sunday is going to be our first Sunday at Landmark. We're excited about being able to do that. And actually, not only is it our first Sunday at Landmark, but it's also the, su- the Sunday where we're going to be launching a new series through the book of Nehemiah. And if you've never been through Nehemiah, man, it is a powerful, powerful book. God has so much to say to us through the things that happen in Nehemiah's life and the way that he honors the Lord and endures uh, persecution from without and and uh, also from within and overcomes so many different challenges. Uh, so I'm looking forward to going through Nehemiah with our church, and we'd love to have you join us uh, there. If you want directions, you want to listen to some messages that we have or check out some more information about us at Redemption Calvary, you can check out our website, which is redemptioncalvary.org. Uh, also, you can listen to our radio program. It's called Redemption Radio right here on Grace FM. We have our program airing weeknights at 8 p.m. and then also Sunday mornings at 9.30 in the morning. Uh, We're currently right in the middle of transition. I can't remember if we're finishing up 1 Corinthians or if there's still a a little bit left, Uh, but we're either finishing up 1 Corinthians or we're going to be starting the book of Daniel there on our radio program. It's a a really awesome, awesome time to be able to study through the scriptures together. Hey, give me a call, 303-690-3000 or send in a text message at 720-336-3000. 0897. Uh, let's go to line one now with Tyrone from Maryland and a prayer request. Tyrone, you're on Calvary Live. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing All well. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm calling from Maryland and uh, basically, um, want, uh, you guys to really pray for my wife and my family. My wife, she's been really struggling with uh, fibromyalgia and this past two weeks has been really really challenging and uh there's a possibility that she may have to get some type of surgery on her back and her neck uh she really doesn't want to do that because this would be the second time around um and then my other prayer would be for my son uh who is really you know you know dealing with depression he went to college and he had one more semester and he had to come home because he's just having a difficult time of depression so it's really wow. been challenging our faith, so if you guys can prepare for that for me, it'd be great. Absolutely, um, it's uh, just a privilege to be able to, you know, enter into 
the these things together in the Lord. And, you know, like Galatians tells us to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And I think this is a tremendous way to be able to do that, that we can pray yeah. together and we can seek the Lord together for his direction, his comfort and his his healing. So let's do that. Let's pray. Amen. Father, I thank you for my brother Tyrone and uh, just for the opportunity to talk to him today. I thank you for the way that you are moving and working um, in our midst, that God, you are um, on the throne, that you are exalted, that you are high above uh, all of the things of our lives. And we know that as we consider all the different things that, that come across our path, that we can bring them to you with the confident assurance of knowing that you're able to do more than we could even ask or imagine. And so God, as uh, Tyrone is asking for prayer for his wife, that she's, she's dealing with fibromyalgia and just the, the pain that she's in perpetually and the difficulty of, of struggling through and dealing with this, we pray that you'd be near to her. God, we pray that you would bring her comfort and relief and uh, Lord, we, we want to be so bold as to ask you for healing because we know that you're the great physician and you're the one who can do such a thing. Um, and so, Lord, uh, we ask that you would do your will, that you'd have your way. Um, but, Lord, we want to uh, also ask that uh, you bring healing to her. Uh, Lord, as she considers the, uh, the possibility of surgery, I just pray that you'd give her wisdom. Um, Lord, I pray that you would help her to navigate the road correctly and to, to figure out which way is the right way. And uh, Lord, that she would just be faithful to follow you in the next steps that you have for her. And, and that whatever you're accomplishing through this, Lord, we know you are because you're in control, because you are God, because you're sovereign over everything. Um, God, we pray that you would direct her path even through this. Um, Lord, as, as she does consider this idea of surgery uh, and she's consulting with doctors and nurses and medical professionals, we pray that you give all of them wisdom to know how to um, uh, make the right steps and, and do the right next things. Also, Lord, we want to pray for Tyrone's son uh, as he's in college and, and just uh, struggling, uh, struggling with, with life and purpose and direction and meaning, Lord. And we just pray that you'd meet with him. Lord, we pray that you would uh, be near to him and that you would unveil yourself to him in a brand new, fresh way, and that he would be revived according to your spirit and according to your word, and that um, you would, as you draw near to him, uh, that he would find himself um, just in a position of submitted to you and that you would direct his path. And so, God, we, uh, we ask these things in your name, knowing that you are good and knowing that you're God. And uh, we just pray that you would uh, help Tyrone to lead his family well and to know how to care for them the best way possible. God, we, we need you. We need your spirit to move in supernatural ways. So would you do what only you can? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother, thank you so much, man. I really absolutely, Tyrone. You, man. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. It's a blessing to be able to talk to you. We'll be praying for you for sure. Thank you. Blessings. Take care. Right. God bless you. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. My name is Cody King. I'm the lead pastor at Redemption Calvary here in studio, taking your calls and your prayer requests. I'd love to be able to connect with you, be able to talk to you about the things that are on your heart and your mind. Uh, give me a call, 303-690-3000 or 720-336-0897. Hey, just a tip. Um, one of the things that you can do is actually create a contact in your phone for these numbers because you, you hear them all the time and you hear them you know, through, through the radio program, but you know, sometimes it's hard to remember exactly what those numbers are. And so, I mean, even for me, as I repeat them to you all the time, I have it written down so 
I say it correctly. Uh, and so I'm not just, you know, guessing at what that number is. So one of the things that you could do is actually create a contact or maybe even a couple of contacts, you know, just call it Calvary Live call in and, you know, put the number in and then Calvary Live text and put that number in. And that way, when something comes up or maybe as you hear a question being asked or answered, um, then you can, uh, it'll provoke within you to ask a, a different question or maybe something along those lines. Uh, I know that happens to me a lot. The questions that, that come to my heart and mind are, happen as a result of listening in on something else sometimes. And so as that happens, then you can just call in. You could just uh, send in a text message and we could connect that way. So again, hey, the number is 303-690-3000. And then also you could send in a text message at 720-336-0897. Hey, quick shout out to listeners that we have uh, listening in uh, through the internet or the app in Seattle, Washington, in uh, Boardman, Oregon, in uh, Los Angeles, California, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Wichita, Kansas, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Prairieville, uh, and uh, let's see, Hyattsville and Dunkirk, Maryland, or Dun... I don't know how to say that. I said that totally wrong. Um, and then let's see, Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, uh, Staten Island, New York, and Boston, Massachusetts. Man, how how what, what a cool thing that we're able to connect in so many different places uh, using technology uh, to do such a thing. Um, so, hey, give me a call. I'd love to be able to connect with you, be able to uh, talk with talk to you. If you're in one of those places that I just mentioned, um, you can call us too. Just because you know you're listening in uh, through an app or online, uh, that doesn't mean we're disconnected. And you know, with the way that most cell phones work in this day and age, there's no such thing as long distance uh, as, as long as it's within the U.S. kind of a thing. So give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Send in a text message. We'd love to connect with you. Hey, we got a text message that came in through the text line. It says Romans eight thirty nine says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. But can sin separate us from relationship with God? I think it's a really, really great question. So let me turn over to Romans chapter 8. I want to read uh, what that says uh, for all of our listeners. Romans 8, uh, 39. It's the very last verse in Romans 8. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit to, to verse 7. I mean, with Romans, we could just keep backing up. But I'm just going to back up to verse 37. It says this, Yet in all these things... We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You see, this verse is a tremendous verse that gives us such assurance and confidence to say that, um, we can be sure that um, nothing can separate us from God. And, and here's the thing, as we follow the flow of the book of Romans, what we find is that there's a major transition in chapter 8. And chapter 8 marks uh, a shift um, in the mentality of what's going on. And it actually says in verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are 
in Christ Jesus. That's the shift. That's the change. The change is in the first seven chapters, it's primarily discussing those who are not in Christ, those who are uh, outside of relationship with God through the blood of Jesus. And so maybe they're religious, maybe they've gone through the routines of, uh, of what they think is the right stuff to do spiritually or whatever, but they're not under the blood of Jesus. Now, chapter eight is a shift to where now we're talking about life in Christ. And that's where this assurance comes from. You see, it's not just a general blanket statement that nothing can separate us from the love of God in terms of just anybody. It's those who are in Christ that, that you know, if I'm not uh, in Christ and, and I haven't accepted the sacrifice of Jesus and submitted myself to him, then I put myself not under the love of God, but under the wrath of God instead, his righteous judgment for my sin. And so as we look at this, it's really talking about those who are in Christ, that anything in my relationship cannot separate me uh, from, from the love of God once I'm in Christ, because I'm adopted as his own. And so the, the second half of this question says, but can sin separate us from relationship with God? And I think that's a really great way to describe it. And it's exactly the way that we need to be thinking about this because that's 100% true. In fact, the scriptures tell us not to grieve the Holy Spirit, that, that grieving God comes from our sinfulness and that we, we essentially disconnect ourselves relationally from the Lord through our sin. Just like, think of it like any relationship. When I add sin to my relationships uh, on a human level, it destroys those relationships. It disrupts those relationships. It it's brings separation into those relationships. Uh, one of the great things that I love about the way the Bible discusses the, uh, our relationship with God is the idea of, of being able to say that God is um, uh, like a dad and I'm like a kid. And that's easy for me to grasp because I'm a father. I've got four daughters. Um, so you can pray for me. I live in an estrogen ocean between my wife and my four daughters. Uh, there's a lot of that flying around my house. Uh, lots of ponytails. Uh, and, and we even, our dog, we just recently got a dog. It's even a girl. Uh, so man, it's just, I'm surrounded. Uh, but in this, um, as we get that thought of, of a father-to-child relationship, what, I just love it because it helps me paint the picture the right way. My kids are my kids, and it does not matter what they do. They will never cease to be outside of my love. I will always love them. I will always be passionate toward them. I will always pursue them. But sometimes their sinful choices require my discipline instead of my blessing. And, and so it's it, the discipline doesn't come because I hate them or because I'm just this raging freak that's mad at them. The discipline comes because I love them. Because I love them, I discipline them. And so too it is with our relationship with God. And so, yes, sin can separate us from a relationship with God in terms of, of having that closeness and that proximity and just experiencing the blessing of the Lord. And even uh, we're told in uh, 2 Peter that if men are living are, are treating their wives improperly, that that actually causes your prayers to be hindered. Um, man, what a what a crazy idea. First Peter chapter three, um, that, that if men aren't dealing with their wives in a way that's honoring the Lord, 
geez, they are, they're positioning themselves to where they're disconnected from the Lord. So uh, great question on that, that idea of, of Romans and what's happening there. Uh, hope that answers your, your call. Um, hey, or your question. Uh, one other thought that I had earlier in the show, I was introducing a thought about uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, where it says in chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 8, it says we're saved by grace. And then in chapter 10, it says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. And so, so there's this sort of tension and dichotomy that's poised to us within Scripture. And, and as you start reading the Bible, thinking about these tensions, you'll find them everywhere. Uh, and, and so here's one of them. We are saved by grace but we are saved to works, right? We're not saved by works. You don't do stuff to get saved, but because you are saved, you will work. That's the idea that's being poised to us there. And so in this, what, what, what I want to kind of develop with you is that you've got, everybody's got three things that they can offer to God as a sacrifice of praise and worship. And one of them, we all have in equal amounts, but the other two, we've got different amounts of these things. The one that we have in equal amounts is time. Every single person has 24 hours in every day. People say things like, I'm too busy. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't really know what that means. I mean, I, I would consider myself a pretty busy guy. I got a lot of different responsibilities, different things that I've got to take care of. Uh, but I don't understand the phrase, I'm too busy. Um, I think that uh, what we should replace that phrase with is, that's not a priority to me. Because the truth is, you're not any more or less busy than anybody else necessarily. It's just, what are you going to spend your time on? We've all got the same amount of time. And we just got to make choices and decisions to say, what am I going to spend my time on? So instead of saying, I'm too busy, say, that's not a priority. And then see how that changes what you actually do. Maybe... Uh, it's not to say, uh, you know, that, that, that my priorities are off. Maybe it's to say I'm poorly managing my time. I, I'm, I'm letting life live me instead of living my life. And so I'm not managing my time correctly. And there are very few people who are actually too busy. Most of us are just poor stewards. And because we're poor stewards of our time, we think we just, if we just had more of it, then we would do better with it. But that's just not true. If you add another day to the week, that doesn't mean all of a sudden you're going to manage the other seven days properly, uh, that, that we've got to deal with what God has actually given us. And so we have time that we can offer to the Lord and everyone's got the same amount. Uh, the other two things we have different amounts of, and uh, yet we have some. Uh, the other two things, not, not just time, but God has given you talent. Talent has given you the idea of uh, stuff that God has granted to you, that every Christian has received a spiritual gift. And these are not equal in that God has chosen to give some more than others, but they are, we are equal in the idea that we, everyone's got at least one. Everyone's got a gift uh, in Christ. And it's part of being spiritually reborn that when you're born again, you're given a spiritual gift. Now, one of the most attractive things in a person is when they're functioning in the way that God made them and that the way that most honors him. It's it's an absolutely beautiful and amazing thing when someone is functioning in the spiritual giftedness that God has gifted them in and created them for. But a tragedy comes when people despise their own talent and look to others and their talent and want theirs. When I despise mine and desire theirs, 
that's a great tragedy in the church. Some people think if I just had that kind of talent or if I had that kind of gifting or if I had the stuff that they had, then I could really serve the Lord. And what I want to challenge you with in that thought is if you've ever had that thought or if you've ever struggled with that, I know personally I have, that that actually is a faithless accusation against God and his sovereign wisdom. That, that somehow in your mind, God messed up and you're the butt of a huge cosmic joke. That is absolutely not true. That is, that is completely the opposite of what the truth is. That God has actually designed you and created you and crafted you on purpose. That's exactly what Ephesians 2.10 says. You're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand, beforehand meaning before there even was a world or you existed at all, beforehand so that you would walk in them. That, that God has given you talents and gifts and a mission so you should accomplish it. You see, the reality is being poor stewards of our uh, time and our talents uh, and our gifts, we think if I was more talented or gifted, then I could do some stuff. But the same thing of time is true of talent. Having more of that doesn't make me a better steward. Uh, poorly managing it is uh, is pretty terrible. All right. So then the third one, not only do we have time, but we also have talent. And the third thing that you can offer God as a sacrifice of worship is treasure. Now, every single person has received from God a portion of treasure. It's This includes money, but it's more than that. It includes all your possessions all the stuff that you have. Uh, this is not equal in that God has chosen to give some people more than others. But the truth is, no matter who you are, we've all got something. Everybody has some. And, and the reality is that for many of us, because of the poor stewardship that we have of our treasure, we think the same thing that we do with talent. If I just had some more money, then I would give some more, or then I could really do some cool stuff. But the reality is that if you poorly manage the little that you have, then you will poorly manage the more that you get. Um, the reality is that more money is not the issue. Better management and better stewardship is the issue. Uh, it's one of those things where people think, man, I would give if I just had more. Well, here's the reality. If you won't give $1 out of $10, you'll never give $10 out of 100 or $1,000 out of 10,000. You'll never do it. The, the, the sting of writing a $1,000 check will be too much for you and you won't be able to do it. And so I just want to encourage you with these thoughts that you've been given something to do, that God has created and crafted you for a purpose. He specifically designed you. He specifically placed you. And you have time. You have talent. And you have treasure. The question I want to ask you is, are you being a good steward or a poor steward. Here's another way I could say it. If you were your own boss, if, if you know, maybe you're the boss and you have somebody just like you, exactly you, who's working for you, would you promote you or fire you? What would you do? And I think in a lot of cases, if we were honest, we'd fire ourselves. I'd fire me, kind of is the idea. Um, and so if you think about time, talent, and treasure from the perspective of honoring the Lord with it and worshiping God with it, uh, then maybe it would be something where you're promoted instead of instead of fired. 
Um, so I hope that thought encourages you and challenges you. And for some of you, the way that you're going to apply this, the best thing that you can do is you can jump in and get involved in your local church. That's what you need to do. Take your time, take your talent, take your treasure, invest it in the kingdom of God and what's happening in uh, his his kingdom there. Hey, um, we just got a couple of minutes uh, left in the show, but uh, just wanted to encourage you with a couple of things. Um, uh, just to remind you again, my name's Cody. I'm the uh, lead pastor at Redemption Calvary, which is located in the reunion area of Commerce City, uh, right here in the Metro Denver area of Colorado. And uh, it's a privilege to be able to connect with you. Um, we are having our first Sunday service at our new location, Landmark Academy, uh, in the reunion area here of Commerce City at 10 a.m. And I would love to have you join us. We are located just to the north of the Arsenal. So if you know where that's at, then you know where we're at. Uh, we're about 10, 15 minutes just to the west of the uh, DIA airport. And we'd love to be able to connect with you. So if you're in the uh, like Green Valley Ranch area, Commerce City, um, South Brighton kind of area, uh, Henderson, Thornton, all that kind of stuff, Tacono, uh, we'd love to be able to connect with you. You're welcome to come and check us out uh, and uh, to, to worship with us. Uh, we're going to be starting a brand new series this Sunday through the book of Nehemiah. It's going to be a tremendous series. I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to jumping in with it, uh, with that study. So come check it out there. Also, if you want directions, you want to check out some messages, hear some teaching or watch some teaching, uh, or for more information about the church, uh, you can visit our website. It's redemptioncalvary.org. Uh, and so that's a, a great place to connect there. And then, uh, just a, a last little plug for this. Um, uh, I'm going to be out in Howell, New Jersey, the weekend of September 20th through 21st, uh, helping with something called the Expositors Collective. Go check out that website. It's expositorscollective.com. You can get a ton of information about all sorts of cool stuff uh, for this training weekend about uh, taking 18 to 34 year olds and encouraging them in the things of the Lord uh, through this uh, training weekend. Um, and really what it is, it's an interactive seminar designed to help you know that you're preaching and teaching the Bible well. It's, it's open to men and women. Um, and so check that out, expositorscollective.com. Uh, it's been such a privilege to be able to talk to you today, to be able to uh, encourage you today in the things of the Lord. Um, I see that we got some text messages that have come in here in the last few minutes. And so uh, I'll, I'll send you a text back uh, to, to respond to you. But it's been a privilege to be able to uh, be with you today on Calvary Live. Um, I look forward to next time we get a talk, next time we get a meet. And until next time, may you grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.